Let's take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble And if my brother should fall, our sisters have a stumble Pick you back up, life's a my speed A sore spot, we're still just trying to figure it out Before I die Okay, we're back with the Juby Take I'm Steve I'm Adam I'm Heather And Heather's with us tonight Yay Wow, you know Hi we guys, get, thanks for having me We get so much mail about when is Heather going to be on another podcast? When is Heather going to be on another podcast? We really don't care about you guys. Can we get Heather on another podcast? Does Heather have her own show? I mean, it really does start becoming, um, you know. It's hard to hear at times. Hurtful to our egos. But we understand at the same time. There's there's truth in it. That's that's why she's here today. Okay. Oh, shucks. You both have developed your own following. But thanks for the, the woot woot. I appreciate it. There we go. Absolutely. Okay, so tonight we are going to enter into a very, very sacred realm. Well, it's it's a controversial topic, and we yeah. normally try to stay away from these. We do. These are our opinions, only our opinions. Right, and they aren't, you know, the opinions of the affiliates that carry our show. <laughs> We're going to talk pizza. Oh. Pizza. Pizza, 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 pizza. Okay. Sorry, we're excited. Yeah, apparently. So uh, the whole idea of doing a podcast about pizza, so how do, you, how do you approach it? Do you talk about your favorite pizzas? Do you talk about what your favorite toppings are? We're not going to do that. No. We're not going to do a top 10 of pizzas. No. Actually, we're not sure what we're going to do, but we're going to talk pizza <laughs> for the next hour. It might come up. At one time, and, maybe. You know, the interesting thing about pizza to me is that it's such a diverse product. Everything, you know, every place is a little bit different. And you can talk about the ones that have the really fresh ingredients and the ones that have, you know, the, the really great dough. But what is great dough? Well, I all of that is very biased to where you're from. And right, right, so... Okay. Pizza is something that is very universal to the world um, in a lot of different ways. But like you're saying, it is, it's different in every place that you go. Um, you know, what is good? What is the standard? You know, the standard in Chicago is different than the standard in New York. Standard in New York is different than the standard in Italy. You know, I mean, well, where, pizza's not actually from it. Yeah, I understand that. But they do make a form of them and they do make, a, you right. know, pizzas over there. So, you know, Did there's. Did you just say that pizza's not from Italy? That's what I saw on TV once. Oh, well, according to Wikipedia, pizza was first recorded in the 10th century in a Latin manuscript. Okay. And it is described as an Italian dish consisting of a yeasted flatbread, typically topped with a tomato sauce and cheese baked in an oven. It can also be topped with additional vegetables, meats, and condiments and can be made without cheese i object there i'm sorry if there's no cheese or sauce it's a flatbread food from another country yeah pizza must have cheese and sauce yes 100 percent. it has to there's certain aspects of pizza that have to be there so this is from wikipedia yes and you you were able to find that pretty quickly and what what type of phone do you have that you were looking this up on Oh, well, thank you so much for asking. We are an iPhone family. You know, for many years, I really tried to um, be the cheese that stood alone with my 
Android phone, but I found that to really communicate properly with the ones that I love, I needed to uh, drink the Kool-Aid and get the iPhone. Well, the interesting thing to me, Adam, is how fast she came up with that information, and it was right at the tip of her fingers instantly, and it, she was able to... Uh, it almost seemed to, effortless. To, to, to share that with us. You and, know, um, I, I'm not sure if uh, Not Much Joe is, uh, is listening. Yeah. But okay. I hope that he is. In my own defense, Joe Cherry, I was just thrown under the proverbial pizza delivery bus. And I'm sorry. Yeah, this is I don't have any idea what that means. Mm. Yeah, well... That's I, okay. I, I wasn't aware of us throwing anybody anywhere, other than not much Joe. And not much Joe. That, but that's a, that's an that's a weekly thing. Yeah. So. So anyway, so that's that's very good information. Absolutely. Because I, I saw something on TV one day that said it wasn't from Italy. You know, it was from Poughkeepsie or something. And I guess I should have <laughs> I should have questioned that from the well, beginning. Okay, but does it? Okay, it says it's an Italian dish. Does that mean that it's just under the? Uh, you call it a genre, the, the, the genre of food of Italian and it was made somewhere else. Or does that mean that it has, if does it have to be from Italy to be Italian? I think that it has to be from Italy. I think okay. That's what I, she was, I don't know the rules. She so. was going at. Okay. Well, I think Italy is synonymous with Italian and Ooh, this, from it. <laughs> okay. There's a sound bite right there. This, this information dates back to the 10th century. So anything before that, you know, if there's a ninth ninth centurion out there that has issue with this information, please leave a comment on the JubyTake website. JubyTake.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Okay. So, pizza. Yeah. Now, you mentioned, you know, okay, the traditional, you know, thin crust New York style pizza, the thick crust Chicago style pizza. Right. But it's permeated all the way across the world but certainly across the united states and every area kind of has their i guess their own but almost every area has multiple types of of pizza i know in the phoenix area you can get you know what they call thin crust you know new york style you can get the deep dish you know chicago style you can get virtually any kind the interesting thing to me is that everybody's different in what they like yeah and you know, I mean, it's it's like you can you can go and say, "Oh, this was the greatest pizza ever. I loved it." And somebody else will go and have it and go, eh, "This really wasn't that good," because you know they don't like a lot of sauce. This had a lot of sauce, or they you know they don't like thick crust or thin crust, or they don't like you know. It's such a personal thing to me. Yeah, I mean, food is that way in a lot of i mean me i'm I'm a very picky eater so as you guys know um and that has definitely made it so that i've lived with that basically my whole life with everything i mean it's you know i like something different than a lot of other people so i'm i'm kind of used to that i think that i don't know i mean it's it's definitely interesting but it's something that i think that uh is 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 nice to have the variety of being able to find something i mean that's one thing when when food's so one-dimensional pizza is 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 so so many options so many different ways of preparing it and making it i think that's what makes it such a universal and great dish for so many people absolutely you know say for instance you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for somebody 
you pretty much know exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get peanut butter, some sort of sweet preserve, and two pieces of bread. There's a little variance there, but not a lot. But pizza, if the description for this dish is a yeasted bread with cheese and sauce, and then you can go crazy with that, oh my gosh, everybody's taste buds are going to want something different. The options are endless at that point. And even in, in our household, the debate over thin crust, thick crust, I was always outnumbered because I'm a thin crust gal. Yeah. Always have, always have been, and um, not so much Steve. Well, time not and a so place much Steve, for it. huh? No, well, yeah, you're right. You know, I prefer a little chewier crust. Uh, but it, but again, I can just keep looking at the fact that that there's no one definitive way to eat pizza. You know, some people eat it with a knife and fork. Now oh, those people, now they should be it. they should be put in jail, but because they're they're too pretentious. What if it's too hot? Then let it cool. Oh, oh, yeah. Plus, there's another thing that you can what try, and I thought I taught it to you when you were young. You can blow on it, and the air going over it actually cools it. That's, yeah, I don't I, always have it. someone next to me that can blow on my food for me, though. Why not? Christmas. Sometimes list. I'm alone. So. So anyway, okay. So <laughs> now we can talk about. You know, certainly some of our favorites. You know, we're not going to rate anything, but no. You know, like you mentioned earlier, sorry, Adam, Alex. Yeah, Alex loves to rate things. Oh, okay. So you were talking about what you remember in a lot of cases. You yeah. know, you just you remember a certain pizza that was just fantastic, right? You know, and whether it's one from your youth or one, you know, the the binge eating pizzas that. You know, you'd consumed a little bit too much of whatever you were partaking of. That right. Night. And uh, and so... All know, of a sudden, three quarters just, of a piece is gone and yeah. you were wondering, why didn't anyone else have any? So, you're, <laughs> you know, you're looking back at that as, oh, God, I love that pizza. It was so good. Honestly, you don't remember what it tasted like. <laughs> but it's the memory yeah. of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's just so many things tied to pizza. Yeah. Be, you know, because it's so universal. Uh, and especially if you can't get it anymore, you know, right now, Pat, if you're listening, I don't know if Angelo's still has the cheeseburger pizza. I think there were too many lawsuits because it was a cardiac event waiting to happen, (laughs) but it was the best pizza, the best cheeseburger pizza bar none in the world. Have you guys left a Yelp comment for him? Oh, no. I do like to Yelp. I shall Yelp for the cheeseburger pizza. Angelo's. I don't think he has coming. it anymore. I think the last time we were there, it, he's like, no, I, I, I couldn't have that. You know? <laughs> I can't well, have folks, that on the I menu. lost about $3 every time I sold one. <laughs> if you're in Medford, is it Medford? Yes. Yes. If you're in Medford, Oregon, folks, look up Pat at Angelo's Pizza. Tell him the Juby sent you and you want a cheeseburger style. He might yeah, take he, care of you. He, he might be able to dig out if, the old if, recipe. If, yeah, if someone comes in and says that, I would I'd be worth very and Pat, surprised if he didn't I think, humor them. You know, you have to have a defibrillator next to it, you know, and you have to be hooked up to there are certain the EKG machine. Your insulin, but your it's insulin. worth it. But it's worth yeah. it. Yeah, it is. So good. You know, you're thinking about, you know, back in Eugene, you know, where we, you know, all kind of came from. Yep. Uh, the, you know, Tracktown Pizza, you know, that's, University of Oregon, Tracktown. Right. 
It's really and close to this, you know, Autzen Stadium. It is. It's right between Autzen Stadium, basically, and Matthew Knight Arena. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the sun-dried tomato and linguisa pizza. If you know, if you're listening and you're anywhere around Eugene, uh, stop in and get one of those because it's really good. Blow your mind, good. And if you like sun-dried tomatoes and you like linguisa, it. It's just, it's fantastic. It's almost as good as chocolate in a different sense. And I really love chocolate. So, and I've, mm. I've never, ever had a, a pizza combination that even comes close. Now, to, for those who don't know, linguiça is? It is a Portuguese spicy sausage. And follow-up question, have you had linguiça on anything else? Yes, I have. I have had... Uh, sun-dried tomato linguisa pizza from other vendors and didn't even come close. It's just the proportion, not too greasy. Uh, the linguisa was crumbled and not sliced in sausage form. And now, folks, it's probably been at least 15, if not more years since I've had this pizza. I can smell it right now. That's it's actually quite still impressive. in her nostrils. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm Tracktown Pizza. I think there's in in my in my eyes there are three, maybe four different pizza places in Eugene that that kind of bring back memories or that really stand out to me. That's probably all that there was actually in in the whole city. But um, no, the other every corner, yeah, I'm, I'm, every street. My corner. my favorite was Papa's Pizza. It just had the perfect, I mean, again, it's all subjective. So I, I personally love a, a really nice, like hard bottom of my crust. And then that soft doughiness to the rest of the crust. And then I like a lot of sauce, a lot of cheese, whatever else, you know, you want to put on it. But Papa's pizza just had the perfect balance of all of that for me. Now answer this question. And I've heard this. There's a rumor going around that when you order a pizza in a pizza parlor, you make them take all the mushrooms uh, that they have in the kitchen, bag them up and put them in a different room when they make your pizza so that there's not any any possibility of cross-contamination from mushrooms to your pizza. Is that true? Yeah. Um, I call ahead most of the time because I know that that's a big um, bother to a lot of different places. And there's only a few places that will really actually do it for me. Um, or at but, least tell you they did. Right. Exactly. You know, humor me yeah. with it. Um, it's nice. And, uh, and you know, Papa's is, uh, is one of those. It's, it's, it's happened. It's, it's done. I've, I've done it. It might cost me an extra few dollars, but it, I'm going to do it. Now, just a little bit of background with Adam and pizza for oh, yeah, we can. our listeners. Many people probably don't know this, but Adam has had a very uh, firm understanding of what he likes to eat and what he does not or will not put in his mouth since he was very young. Pizza has always been on the good list. And there were many times where food was presented to him in the shape of a pizza. So he would at least try a bite and eat it. So pizza and Adam go way Did you guys back. ever have like make something look like pizza? 
And then I ate it, and I was like, oh, my God, that was the best pizza ever. Well, what Heather's talking <laughs> about, in, in a lot of cases, you were still in a high chair. Oh, okay. You yeah. were very young. So, right, so it wasn't, wasn't where I was, like, talking about it. No, anything, no, it yeah. wasn't that, hey, I don't like this. Oh, wait well, a minute. Just, like, eat it really. Yeah. You know, broccoli in the shape of a pizza. This <laughs> green pizza. What a great idea. Yeah. No, this was this was fooling a very small child into believing that it looks like pizza, so it must be pizza. Now, Adam, do you think that you would have such a connection to Papa's Pizza if it hadn't been such a fun family celebratory birthday party sports team celebration destination? As much of a connection, no. But again, I find that pizza to be super ideal to my belief of what pizza should be. And... Because of such things, I believe that no matter what was happening or where I was, that I would still be talking about that pizza. So it, it absolutely is, you know, it's a special place in my heart because of everything that I've done there and all the events that had happened. But uh, that pizza was delicious. So there was that. There was Tracktown Pizza, as we talked about. The late night pizza spot that was awesome was Pizza Pipeline. They had the most unbelievable uh, breadsticks, and then they had like the cinnamon sugar opposite side of that that you could get with some frosting dipping sauce. Mm. It was, oh man, out of this world. Um, of course, late night again, so keyword. Yeah. yeah, so we don't really know what any of that tasted like. Exactly, that's one of those things, again, you don't really know. And then the last one, you know, I'm going to be one of those guys on my podcast, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> but it was really good, you know, when it was on that street railroad next- or um, uh, no, there was it was on 11th Street. Yeah, well, I'm not going to anyway, another really good pizza, you, but it was it was really delicious as well. So there was about four of them in Eugene, but three of them really stuck out, obviously. You know, again, the, the interesting part of this for me is that, you know, you go around and, you know, and Phoenix is just like every other city. You know, there are people that have signs up that, you know, voted number one pizza in Arizona. <laughs> I love it when people say stuff like that, like best coffee in the world or, you know. <laughs> well, it's just it's yeah. Some somebody went in there and decided that this pizza was the best pizza in Arizona. And again, kind of the theme of what we're talking about. That's really a difficult thing to say. Right. Because, you know, everybody's taste is a little, you know, is a little bit different about what they enjoy. You know, again, you can go back to fresh ingredients. You can go back into, you know, some places have an incredible crust, you know, that has, it's kind of sweet a little bit and, you know, but it's, it's such a personalized thing that, you know, what you want and what you like. So I don't, I don't know how they get there with, you know, best pizza in Arizona or best pizza, you know, in Eugene or whatever. And, you know, if you're going to talk about pizza, now you've, you've got to go into, it used to be, and I think you can still get them, the take and bake. So Papa it's, Murphy's. Yeah. So you have the take and bakes. You know, Order you, your pizza. They assemble it completely ready to go in the oven. They put it in a box. You take it home. And at your leisure and your family schedule, you pop it in the oven. And it's toasty. toasty it's honestly the better in, way to go. In, in 30 minutes or so. Yeah, we used to get... Louis. Louis, take and bake. And it was good. Yeah, I mean, it's... It was really good. And you 24th don't... 24th and Willamette and Eugene. And you don't feel like, you know, you're totally copping out on, you know, having pizza delivered. You know, this is, you know, there's some work involved. So, oh, totally. 
you know, you feel vested in this. You get to bake it the way that you want it. Uh, exactly. And then you don't have to, you know, wait the 45 minutes to an hour, obviously, to get it. But the, the waiting that long for it to come to you and be lukewarm, you know, you or, get it when it's nice and hot. This is just unbelievable to me. You don't have to worry about purchasing pizza insurance just in case there's a wee slip and fall on the walkway up to your front door. Yeah, see, that's... Oh, my word. That's where... That takes us down the road of, okay, what what have they done with pizza? Now, you mentioned getting a lukewarm pizza. Yeah. Well, they've kind of solved that. Right. Because now when you get pizza delivered, for the most part, it's still really hot. They have, like, hot bags. So and they have the hot bags and... Boxes in their car or whatever Yeah, and they were, they were... I forget which franchise it was that actually had the little cars with the ovens in the back. Yeah. That, oh, I remember that. That they would throw those in there. So the the degree that that these franchises have gone to, you know, try to get you to get their pizza, you know, then I don't know what 8 or 9 years ago they started giving pizzas away for the most part. And, you know, the the hot and ready you know, which is five ninety nine for a large, and oh yeah, you know, and little then, Caesars, yeah, Shh. it's and, gold right there. Yeah, I mean, you can get, you know, there's the the wars that went on, and again, talking about Angelos, you know, I had conversations with Pat about the fact that you can't make a pizza for that. He can't. He can't compete. There's just no way that you can, you know, pay for your store, pay for your employees and your ingredients, and put out a pizza at that price. You just can't do it. Yeah. Well, then I think you're talking about the difference between a, you know, a, a 10 minute caloric investment purchase as opposed to a gourmet delight for your mouth and tummy. I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah. the quality of, of Little Caesars is it's it's good. It's not bad pizza. But for instance, I can eat. I feel like a lot of it is air. <laughs> you know, I'm eating the the crust, and I'm e- I'm able to eat three quarters of that pizza and not blink, you know, an eye. And then and yeah. it's 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 crazy because I can only eat, you know three or four pieces of Barrow's pizza down right. here in, definitely, you know, in Arizona. Definitely a heavier, which is for me, I think, what really is they're able to do with that little Caesars is whatever they do with the dough, you know, the amount of cheese and everything. It's it's just it's a lighter pizza based on like the ingredients that they're putting in. And there's just not a lot of places that are willing to do that. You know, I mean, if you do that, you're just competing with little Caesars instead of trying to just make a better pizza or better product. Right. But the issue is that you're selling pizza, you know, and somebody's looking at it and let's say you're buying pizza for the kids. Okay. Do you really care that they're getting a gourmet, you know, dinner or wow, you know, let's get a hot and ready and shove it in front of the kids. So, you know, it's, it becomes a very interesting thing, but it's just another piece to the, you know, the, the pizza puzzle, if you were, uh, about all the different things that go on with this. What's your first memory of pizza, Steve? What was pizza like in Newport back at the turn of the century? That's very funny, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> That's but try, sh- trying to make fun of the fact that I'm really old. It's a generational thing. It's, yeah. You're just Normally full of not, wisdom. not everybody's that mean about it though. Yeah, that's a good point. She's allowed to though. I guess. So anyway, now my first recollection of pizza, and I don't really remember the flavor or the, the, the crust or anything about it, 
But Michelos Pizza in Newport was a hangout when I was in high school. Okay. So everybody would show up at Michelos and you'd just sit around. It's and, like an after school thing? Yeah, or night, you know, Friday night. Okay. It was on the, yeah, the after like a football game or something like on that. On the gut, you know. So, you oh. know, there's A and W and there's the the state park and you drive on one oh one and you you'd go by Michelos. And I just don't remember eating that much pizza, but I do remember <laughs> Michelos. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't really have pizza. I guess my my first recollection is the Chef Boyardee's pizza that my father made. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, he would make that. So you can still buy the packages, and I still do it. It's a box pack of pizza dough mix that you and you mix up the dough. Yeah. And it has sauce and a little bit of cheese, but you have to buy the mozzarella separate. And then he covered it with pepperoni. But I remember him making the, the Chef Boyardee It's like It's pizza. the exact same pizza you make, right? Yeah. I didn't know that was your connection to yeah, it. Yeah, that's, my, that's the, my first recollection of pizza was my father making that. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. I personally don't really enjoy that pizza too. Oh, I know you don't. I don't either. Well, thank you. Thank you for Sorry. sharing that with you me. Prepa- I, you prepare I love how we decided very, to come out on him right there. You, no, like you prepare no. it very well. You prepare it very well. Yeah. It, it just doesn't fill my pizza bucket. Yeah. No. And that is kind of the purpose of the podcast. And that's why when I make that pizza, I don't make it that often anymore, is the fact that nobody else likes it. So I'm stuck with an entire pizza. But I know that. Nobody has. Nobody likes it. So that's, it's okay. Depending on the state of mind, Zach and I don't eat anything. No, no, never mind. You don't have to. <laughs> so really what we're talking about is a pizza perspective. Oh, that is exactly oh, what we're talking from, about. Yeah. From the beginning, yeah. Well, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. And <sighs> um, grab a cold one, folks. Do yourself a favor. And uh, the cooking that uh, I grew up with was... French Canadian. My mother grew up on a farm in um, southern Canada, and there wasn't a lot of Italian flavoring in any of those dishes. And um, <laughs> what I do remember is we would go to Organ Grinder Pizza, which, if you grew up in Portland, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was a really fun, big, pizza parlor to go to and they would play um old time silent movies the early uh, like mickey mouse steamboat was it on an organ charlie charlie um charlie chaplin movies and there was a one of those big pipe organs in there and there would be an organist that would accompany the silent movies that were on the big screen Wow. That would play while you ate. Interesting. And that was my introduction to pizza. All right. Back in, well, a while ago. Seems like pizza, you know, in our memories, because obviously mine, it, you know, a lot of Papa's Pizza, a lot of my times there were before events, you know, whether it was birthdays or, or sporting events or different things like that. You know, you're talking about your favorite or, you know, earliest memories being you know this pizza place where obviously the pizza was good but it was the event it was the atmosphere you know dad you were talking about the same thing you know i think that 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 kind of is very telling when it comes to you know your pizza place or you know there's just so many pizza places out there that it's what kind of sets you apart 
what's different about your pizza place that you know other places don't have right yeah and you know there's a lot of restaurants that that sell pizza yeah but it's not their main thing yeah there's it, it has become bar food right you right know, a lot of sports bars now sell some kind of pizza you know i know one of the ones that we enjoy and the deep dish oregano's oh and yes. you know you have to be in the right frame of mind and <laughs> but it is it is amazing and it really is. it's funny because they all of their tv sets and oregano's normally have old black and white shows you know you're talking about you know what uh, the organ grinder did you know it's you know old 50s tv on on all of their tvs which is always interesting to yeah. sit in there i don't think anybody really no, yeah, notices yeah, yeah. but i do well, i do when we're sitting in there we sit at the bar have a beer glass of wine whatever we feel like drinking while we're waiting for our pizza yeah yeah they have them playing in there and i mean they don't have any sound but it's interesting to watch for sure it's it's it creates the atmosphere a little bit yeah it's it's kind of a nostalgia thing yeah which is kind of fun now you mentioned that the actual consumption of the pizza can be varied you is it just a hand-to-mouth utensils what is it that you need so this deep dish pizza from oregano's that you speak of is that fork friendly no it has to be you couldn't possibly pick up you know, one of the pieces they, they weigh about well the, the pizza itself and i i think you're basically looking at about a 12 inch pizza and it's uh 37 pounds oh it is yeah, yeah. Right. you have to i i yes i i can't lift the box on my own and if you can get through a piece you've got to be really hungry to to look down and and think you can try another one because there's there's a lot there you that's gotta, a that's a food challenge that's that's yeah. for sure you do have to be pretty strong to be able to try to lift one up and, yeah. and put it in your mouth oregano's also has um a really good thin crust pizza i think that's an establishment that really caters to a lot of different pizza preferences yeah well totally. and, you know and you have everyone kind of has to play to it these days Right. You have the places that say, this is our pizza, like it, don't like it, we don't care. Right. And then you have like oregano's who, you know, what kind of pizza do you like? And we'll make it for you, which is very interesting. Right. And we'll do it, you know, do it the right way. Now, along the lines of the franchises, it's as it always is, they start becoming creative. And I find it very interesting. So the, the cheese in the crust. Gross. The cheese in the crust? Yeah. Right. Right, so it's like a cheese stick crust kind of thing. Basically, it's you've got the pizza, and where they roll up the sides. Well, they roll up the sides, and they fill that with cheese. So you've got like oh. the the outside crust has cheese in it, and then you have cheese on the pizza. So it's like they put a little log of mozzarella in. Basically, there? yeah, it's like uh, a string cheese or something. Oh. They would put all the way like in the. Yeah, and it mm. comes out. It's in the center. It's it's just too much cheese. Cheese you know, is great. I love I cheese. I liken it to shaving razors. Wait, you know, excuse I mean, me? Yeah, I mean, it was Where one are you blade. Going there, it was buddy? one blade for a long time. Okay. And then it became two, and then three, four, five. Then it was lights on it. Then it vibrated. Then they put a sixth blade on it, and they made it, you know, there's a laser on it that, I mean, they just yeah, they just keep going. Mine has two lasers. Okay, see, there you go. So you you know you you were uh, you were willing to splurge for the extra. Yeah, I 10, went all out for it. Ten dollars. That's but, almost another podcast. How many times can you reinvent the wheel? 
And that's what I'm talking about here with pizza is that, you know, it's, it's such a competitive market. There's so many franchises out there selling it. As you mentioned earlier, there's one that's selling you insurance. If you take out from their store and something happens on the way, God forbid, sorry, Alex, that you drop it or a tree falls on you or, you know, you're hit by a train or something, you get a new pizza. So the first time I saw this ad, I seriously thought I was watching a blurb on the comedy channel. I could not believe it was this a was joke. a real, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Wait, How so ridiculous. You're, well, actually it, it you're is. purchasing. So they offer pizza insurance. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You pay extra. So if the pizza you ordered when it's delivered to your house, if for some reason it's not to your liking, they'll replace it. So, okay. Well, no, if something has to happen to it. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, you have well, to drop it or or the cheese has to slide over onto the card. The it, thing, it, there has to be an event. The thing that's that what gets you're buying me is, is like. I don't know. I haven't read the fine print. I have. I, at, I had at, the lawyers look at it. At, oh, okay. All at, right, good. At one moment in time, are you going to like open up your door, you know, because you see the pizza guy coming up. I know I usually don't open the door before they get to your door, but let's say you open up your door. You're, you see them out getting out of their car. They get out of the car. They start walking up. They don't see the step. They step, fall, pizza on the ground. At what, what, what are they thinking? That they're going to charge you again for that? No, 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 no. No, on takeout. Oh, so, not, so not you delivered. have to go pick it. Okay, okay. So when you, if you go into the store, let's say you go in you know, and, and pick up your, your favorite pizza and you carry it home. If something happens to you, between the time you leave the store and you get home, they'll replace it. They'll replace it. I don't know. I'm going to have to check with legal on yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, why? I already did. I already did. I personally it's, it's would just mess it up every time, right? I mean, what's it's Well, why? Like, then you've got to go back and get another pizza. It's just, it's, pizza. it's like the extended warranty at It's got to be a couple bucks at, for at this Costco. insurance, right? I mean, it's not like you know, a whole other pizza. You, you buy a telephone yeah, and they want to sell you an extended warranty. And there's a lot of people that will buy it thinking that, well, you know, I want another six months yeah. of coverage, you know, so, but if you look at the extended warranty and actually what it covers and what it gives you, it's virtually nothing. So can I go to Albertsons, purchase a dozen eggs, drop my purse and step on them on the way out of the car and crack them all and then go back and get another dozen eggs? I'm not quite sure why you're talking about eggs in the grocery store. We're I are talking pizza, and this is a pizza parlor that offers this. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool if we could start, you know, the world can take a note from the pizza parlors. So well, and don't betting, get me started on insurance and what insurance does to You're betting things, that you're going to be the world. Yeah, you know, they're going to charge you, it's a, let's say a $10 pizza, so they're going to charge you a dollar. It's a, it's a small enough amount that you go, you know what, fine. But if you take it nationally, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars for virtually nothing. Yeah. But I don't want to keep on this topic too long. Okay. It's just, just interesting. kind of interesting, interesting. But that's how far things are going. You know, they're trying to think of a new way to get you in and buying their pizza. Right. They're trying to f figure and, out what the troubles are that you would have with pizza. Well, and, and what amazes me is I don't know how much money or effort or investment they're putting into making their pizza better. Yeah. So that, you know, I mean, it's, it's a chain. So, okay. I mean, Adam, you work at a chain yeah. restaurant that supposedly one of the better ones that, that really talks about quality control 
And so all the Chipotles should be the same. Yeah. But you know as well as I do, they're not. Right. And so they're trying to make these decisions on a national level. Right. And getting people involved and, you know, how do we get customers in the store? And they're not concerned about the pizza itself because they know they can't totally control that. Right. And they've got to keep their costs down because they're giving this shit away anyway. They could spend Sorry, a Alex. lot more money on better ingredients, but it doesn't necessarily say that it's going to be a better product they're giving out because of the inconsistencies throughout the, the stores. Is what exactly. You're exactly. And I think what we're all saying is find a small local yeah. pizza parlor. Oh, please support your local businesses, people. Please, find a gem. Please, please. Yeah. Find somebody with a, a nice, you know, 600 degree pizza oven, good ingredients. What doesn't belong on pizza? Oh, there's a lot of things that don't belong on pizza. I've never had anchovies on a pizza. Either have I, and I don't like anchovies, but I've never had them. It's basically just a salty component from what I understand. I it, have had clams and shrimp on pizza. I'm yeah. Just, Adam, I'm, I know, I'm making you grimace. I, it doesn't sound right, but it does happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm uh, you know, definitely not. Not a big fan of those kind of things when it comes to my pizza. More of a traditionalist. Pretty straightforward with mine. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've uh could even think about the weirdest thing I've ever seen on a pizza. I don't think I've seen very many weird things. No. No, you're a traditionalist, you know, yeah. and I understand that. You know, there are a lot of pizza places that, that throw some interesting things on. Where did the Hawaiian pizza come from? Hawaii. Did somebody from <laughs> That was so fast. You're so good. Gosh, you're good. So the better question is, who was the idiot that figured out to put pineapple on a pizza? And then now you talked about the fact that... Well, it's not just pineapple. It's pineapple and Canadian bacon. That's the Well, point. I was right in the middle of, of a segue into oh, something, shit. so... I messed it up. I'm so sorry. I should have raised my hand. I'm sorry. But I'm surprised that, that you know, you talked about your Canadian background. And the way that your mother cooked and Canadian bacon is is a big one on pizza. It's Canadian bacon used in Canadian cooking more than it is in American cooking. Uh, from personal experience growing up in a French Canadian household, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But really, let's look at that Canadian bacon and pineapple pizza we have an italian staple pulling from an international two other countries we have canada and then we have the united states and we have italy i see this as an international success it's i mean bringing people together absolutely this was this was a, a phenomenal idea and how do all of those flavors work together i just don't understand but people they do it doesn't they, matter they do work together yeah sure <laughs> is well, there any like what yeah never mind <laughs> all right yeah no that's <laughs> are no. you sure Did yeah you? i'm 100 sure never mind okay yeah let's just leave it at that self-editing well there's you know again you can put anything on and again we'll go back to the whole idea of a flatbread so that has become more and more popular now the, yeah. you know it's called you know a flatbread and then they're putting things on it but it's not a pizza 
I, I think one of the biggest differences, and this is only because I do have a bit of uh, culinary experience, is that there's a difference between a yeasted flatbread and a non-yeasted flatbread. And uh, pizza most definitely is prepared on a yeasted flatbread. Okay. All right. Nice. Good to know. Yeah. So what is the craziest thing I've ever eaten on a pizza? Yeah. That, mm, mm. That's a good one because I'm... How about this? I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know that I've had really that many bizarre things on a pizza. You know, again, there's, you know, a taco pizza is fantastic, but there's nothing strange about that. Yeah. You know, the cheeseburger pizza is earlier described. There's nothing, you know, it's kind of a weird concept that, you know, a cheeseburger pizza with lettuce and tomato and... Yeah, I think you have to kind of go outside the box as far as like the... um well, you know, one of the ingredients has to be like a bug or like yeah, some sort no. of sea urchin. Gummy bears, Something maybe. like that, yeah. Oh, that would be an expensive pizza, sea urchin. Wow. How, yeah. Lobster? See, yeah, lobster would be would be good, I guess. But, you you know, you got to be careful not to overcook the lobster. Then you just end up with little pieces of white rubber. You know, one thing that, that always sounds disgusting to me, and I'm sure that, that you would love it, Heather, because I know you love artichokes, but artichoke hearts. Oh, they're so good on a, with a white sauce and chicken with a, a pesto, with a pesto sauce, chicken, pesto sauce and artichokes and garlic. Oh, all day long. Yes, 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 please. Okay. I will have another slice. Yeah. No, I mean, as disgusting as that sounds for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what about having like, I don't know if either of you guys dabble in this but ranch with your pizza. Like, do you guys dip ranch? In your, like, I mean, no, I don't, and I, I don't know where you kids came up. There's with that a because, lot of people that do that, and I just don't get it. It just, it's weird. I've been known yeah. to dip, but it depends on the pizza and it depends on the ranch. Teresa McCarty, we need to have this discussion. That's a really good point. She needs mm, to be on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See, Zach loves his ranch yeah. with with pizza, and I, I don't get that either. I do see it, you know, more in my generation for sure. But it's but like a, a good barbecue chicken pizza. Oh, that's is good. good. And of course, then there's always the white pizzas. Are there any Are there any other condiments though that you would dip pizza in, other than ranch? That have you seen anyone? Maybe barbecue sauce on one of those pizzas. Well, I'm surprised you don't put ketchup on your pizza. Not right. You put ketchup well, on everything. That's a very good point. Um, but also, I that sounds Ew. gross. Yeah, in so many ways. Yeah. Well, now another interesting thing when you, when you talk about pizza and then you can talk about the pizza stories. Now I have one that I remember it was in silver city and okay. we went out to one of the restaurants. We were over there for one of Zach's football games. New Mexico was, uh, was Ryan there? Ryan was there. Okay. With his girlfriend Ryan, at the time. Ryan Nolan. Yeah. It was with Blake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Blake. And there was another couple. They are now married. Yeah. And, uh, with a congrats. kid on the way. They really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Congratulations. So anyway, we're sitting around trying to, you know, figure out what to order. And this is kind of a, an American themed restaurant. So there's sandwiches and, and different things. I, I believe it was Ryan wanted a pizza. Yeah. He had a pesto one. And somebody talked him into ordering a pesto pizza. So yeah. instead of the tomato sauce, there's a pesto sauce. <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, oh, you've got to order this. You've got to order this. And so it, and it was a, a busy night 
And this is after the football game. And, you know, Ryan was one of the players. He's hungry. He yeah. really, really is hungry. And it seemed like it took forever for our food to come. Finally, they brought out this pizza. And it was disgusting. I think I was there. You were there. You I were the one there. that you were one that pushed you, the pesto. You probably pushed oh, the pesto. Sorry, Ryan. You, you pushed the pesto. And you know, and I think Blake chimed in or somebody else, one of the other girls chimed in that, oh, pesto is fantastic. And I'm just looking at it like, why would you do that? <laughs> and and it came out, and I think there were two bites taken out of the whole pizza. And Ryan was very upset. Yeah. He was not happy. No bueno. <laughs> so the moral of this story is don't let somebody talk you into ordering a pizza that you don't want if you're hungry. Yep. Oh, uh, good point. Very well taken. So, you know, again, we, we talk about the, you know, Papa's Pizza when, uh, yep. when Adam was, you know, very young. All through growing up, yep. And Marie and, and Carrie and Zach and Jocelyn and, and everybody there. You know, we would take everybody and they would play and we'd order a bunch of pizzas and Heather and I would, would get a pitcher or two of beer and then we'd get a pitcher of black and a pitcher of white soda. And that's the, what the kids called it. So it was a, you know, a root beer or a cola and a Sprite or 7-Up. So it was a pitcher of black and a pitcher of white. So as we went down the line filling cups, you went black or white. <laughs> so... You know, again, Adam, you're talking about the fact that you love that pizza. Yeah. And it's great. I don't remember the pizza. I remember it being good. Yeah. And I never had any issues with it. Yeah. But it was the environment that was so fantastic. It was just it was right great. down the street. I loved it. I loved the, you know, it was kind of, you know, had the log cabin kind of feel to it. It was very, you know, woodsy. Um, it had a, uh, a stone fireplace big big fireplace that they would have fires in sometimes and just kind of make it feel kind of homey a great enclosed play area you know i i think somewhere i have pictures of, of one of your your birthdays i'll have to see if i can no there is i have uh some pictures on my facebook of uh it was me and uh, and zach in the playpen at papa's with alex and jack nice yeah and i, I think maybe you're Seventh or eighth birthday, maybe I'll have to see if I can dig those pictures. No, up we've got a bunch of pictures. Maybe of we can we can post them on our website. And where's that that website at, guys? You mean the jubitake.com? That's yeah. where it is. That's where it is. And Adam is still trying to put up more pictures. Yeah, I'm in the process of putting more pictures up. And we're still trying to get uh, Zachary's poetry video up. And you know, a a shout out to Joe because he is doing a lot of video stuff for us that. We're going to be able to post. Yeah, that we really appreciate. You know, some of Josh doing some of the songs that he's done for us. And, and yeah, we're going to try to get more content up there so people can take a look at, you know, at, at some of the venues that we're at and some of the things that go on. So it's always fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some of the other pizza things, pizza-related things, you know, ordering a pizza that never comes. Oh, man. Yeah, the, the the you wait an hour and a half, almost two hours, thinking it's gonna come. Maybe it's late. Oh yeah, and you were hungry when you ordered it. Yeah, exactly. Because right? it's never, you know, hey, I'm gonna be hungry in an hour. Oh, for delivery? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the one that you know, the guy just gets lost, and and this doesn't happen really anymore because everybody has phones and everybody has. It happened to me over this last year. Really? Yeah. 
Like back, guy, in, back in the you day. You called yourself to have yourself deliver a pizza to yourself? No, no. So I had called and ordered a pizza from Barrows, And they had told me it was going to be about an hour. So probably an hour and a half passed. And I called them and was like, hey, wondering where it's at. And uh, no, I'm so sorry. I'm remembering this wrong. Bad memory. No, the guy called me after an hour and a half. and was like, hey. You know, it was a younger kid, actually, younger um, boy. And he, he was like, hey, I have a lot, I'm lost. I don't know where you're at. Could you please help me find your place? And he's miles away. He's not even <laughs> close. So he's not like he's in my apartment complex. And can you shoot up a flare? It. Yeah. Can yeah. you please, you know, like guide me down the freeways and, you know, to here and to there to, to find your apartment complex? And uh, I just remember being like, this is your job. Sorry, man. Um, well, and, and like we said, you know, with the, with the GPS now that everybody has, it's, yeah. it's less likely. But back in the day, you know, it was, you know, you'd call and order a pizza and give them an address and they'd have to know how to get there. Right. You know, yeah. you just don't plug those coordinates into a phone or a GPS unit or anything and, and get there. So it was always, you know, kind of a crapshoot. And then you get tied into one place. Because you knew they knew where you were. Right. So you keep ordering from the same place because you know you're going to get it delivered. Right. They know. <laughs> but there's there's no worse feeling than, you know, sitting there an hour and a half into this, you know, marathon wait for this pizza and you don't know, is he coming? Is is it not coming? Did they lose it? Did, did the apocalypse happen? And if I go outside that, you know, there's nobody left. It's just me. Right. <laughs> you know, what exactly is, is happening, you know? Did, yeah, no, it's uh there's a lot of scary thoughts that go through your mind. Is, back in the day, it was definitely a little bit more challenging to each, be a pizza each, boy. I'll tell yeah, you as each moment goes by. So, all right. Hey, uh, Heather, thank you very much for doing the podcast with us. This has been fantastic. This Love is, being back. Thanks guys. It's going to get some of the, some of the listeners off our back now. Yeah. You know, that we were able we'll, to get her, on the mic again reduce some of the mail we're getting but uh hopefully we satisfied adam again great stories even though they were wrong yeah and uh, <laughs> and you know went sideways right in the middle we still love them and that's what we love about you and i just feel like accuracy is not my strong suit but well, that's okay because that's not what people are listening to me for they're not listening to me for facts they listen to me because they like my tone they like my stories they like what i'm about and they like me Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Well, There's no when, doubt about that. When you need a good perspective, you look to Adam. There we go. We're going to finish with... Uh, hey, guys. Take a, a drink, drink for us. And if you want, there's going to be more perspectives later. We're living in a world of capital of her progression. Shop for spreading love, but on a wealth obsession Money can't help you see the light In the end you can't buy yourself a Porsche when you're dead Well mama said that I don't gotta be part of the world to truly love Pray for a difficult life to live and rise above it This is the time I'm asked, so let's be tasted So let's do everything we can before I
good ones of today Point them out to me so I can come and join their rate We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand Humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand I say let's progress in good contest Make conference then love our best Our onslaught of love will be at an all time high Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines Our love that makes no sense We who spend love at no expense We are a force of passion Creating a new faction Taking action, working hard Just for the satisfactions With the abilities to shine so bright That others wanna fight Because our light is in their eyes Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies Don't remain mystified by their lies And trust us, for we will teach you how to be true Teach you how to speak the truth, but we stand here We listen to you, no longer hinder For love is the spark and we are its tender We are the good ones, the good ones of today We're sending out a call for you to come and join our 